Hey guys, welcome back to the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany. And in this episode, I'm going to be discussing how mental health can be affected after suffering a brain injury. I've decided to talk about this now because in the past three months, or for the past three months, I've been trying to recover from a mild brain injury, um, a concussion to be exact. So this topic is very real and current for me, so I figured why not talk about it now. Um, And before this, I knew little to nothing about concussions. I always thought that like only athletes, like football players or boxers ever really suffered any serious concussions, but I was definitely wrong. Um, So if you're as naive as I was, maybe you can learn a little something here too about concussions. Um, So in this episode, I'm going to be talking specifically about post-concussion syndrome, which is what I'm currently dealing with and battling. Um, And post-concussion syndrome, or PCS, is when symptoms last longer than the expected recovery time after you've had an injury. Um, So this means that any symptoms lasting more than a couple weeks, which then ends up turning into a couple months, and in some cases, people even uh, deal with symptoms for years. So, and I can tell you, um, concussions and post-concussion syndrome really affects your mental well-being, and in my experience, has really affected my pre-existing anxiety and depression. Um, So, I'll get into that, but here's a little backstory on how I ended up injuring my brain and ended up with post-concussion syndrome. Um... Back at the beginning of December, I got sick with COVID, and on day two of me being home, I went to take a shower, and while I was in the shower, I started noticing that I was having a hard time breathing, and when I noticed that was happening, I knew something was very wrong, and instantly, the room and my eyes, everything just started fading to black, and I ended up passing out in the shower, but that's not where the story ends. I managed to regain consciousness there, slumped over on the floor of the shower, and I managed to get myself out of the shower. After that, the memory sort of just goes blank. Uh, The next thing I remembered was waking up on the floor, confused as to what the hell just happened, covered in blood, and I was looking around trying to figure out, like, what happened, why I'm on the floor. And it was then that I realized that Uh, There was a huge hole in the wall, and I must have passed out again, but this time when I fell, I hit my head, and I broke through four tiles and the sheetrock behind the tiles, Um, and I was in, like, complete shock. Uh, I had no clue what was happening, how did I get there, like, what was going on. So, fast forward, I end up getting to the ER, Uh, they ran some tests, did some scans, gave me a couple staples in the back of my head because I ended up splitting my head open. But there was never any mention of, like, concussion. I even asked the doctor, like, I'm cool to, like, go to sleep tonight, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we don't do that anymore. You're good. So three hours later, boom, they sent me on my way. So for the next two weeks, I was in bed and quarantined because I had COVID. So I wasn't really moving around much. I was sort of just, you know, laying in bed, staying in the one room. 
But once I started to feel better, I started walking around, you know, the house more and getting out. I noticed I was having extreme dizziness and like disorientation and things just felt really strange. And it felt like I was using my legs for like the first time or something. It's like the ground was moving underneath me and I couldn't like keep up with it. Um, and on top of that, I was getting severe headaches and I'm talking about bad headaches, ones that lasted like all day, 10, 12 hour long, excruciating pain headaches. Um, and it was a complicated situation at the time because of me having COVID, like symptoms were sort of overlapping one another. So I really didn't know which was causing what, you know, so, um, in the beginning, the symptoms I were I was feeling were a little bit more on the mild side, but you know because I had suffered a head injury, my work said I needed to be cleared by a doctor before returning to work. So I really wasn't thinking anything of it, and I had a visit with my PCP, who then referred me to a neurologist, and I thought I would be out of work, you know, three four days a week max. So needless to say, I was in shock when she said I'd be out for a month. And I thought she was nuts, but I guess that's why she has the diploma and I don't. So, uh, but she was right. Things ended up getting much worse before I even saw a glimpse of improvement. And this was sort of around the holidays, which made things a little bit more stressful with, you know, trying to like go to the stores and get gifts and, you know, going to family house for, um, you know, the holidays, it was just, it was just not fun. Um, I was dizzy all day. I would have these bad headaches. Like I said, the, it was hard when I was walking, uh, super sensitivity to light and sound and very nauseous. And some of those things are still happening to this day, but, um, those were just the physical effects that I felt. Um, I also dealt with the emotional and mental effects that come along with, um, Uh, the concussions. So my sleeping was not the same. I had long nights dealing with insomnia. Um, My anxiety was through the roof. Uh, And it was so bad that like, I couldn't even watch like intense shows or movies. It was difficult for me to watch. I just, I, it didn't feel good. Um, And then my depression started kicking in and what it kicked in and what seemed like overdrive. Um, I had periods of just breakdowns and crying and feeling sad and angry. And some days I just felt nothing. I, I was numb. I didn't, you know, I just had no emotions. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around anybody. It was just, you know, I think I was just hitting every emotional button that there is. Um, and I couldn't control it. It was definitely a really rough patch there for a while. Um, I was feeling super worthless and stupid because my memory got affected and I would and still do have a hard time like finding my words or remembering things that, you know, we just talked about. And um, overall, my brain was just a real scrambled mess Um, and I felt stuck. I felt trapped and I had all these negative beliefs about myself and that I wouldn't get better and I, you know, I'm nothing now and I'm not myself and I can't do the things that I was doing. And honestly, I just, I didn't feel like myself at all. I felt like a shell of myself. I just felt like I was like sitting on the couch 
all day just existing. And that's what I needed to do. But it, it's, you know, it's hard when you want to be up and moving and you just can't. So I didn't know how to deal with this, what is oftentimes referred to as an invisible injury. Um, and it's difficult to explain. Uh, it's hard to explain feelings and what it is, you know, because on the outside, everything looks okay. Everything looks fine. But on the inside, I was literally dying. Um, the struggle of having my life just put on hold and my daily routine interrupted was not easy for me. And all this mental and physical pain I felt and that I'm still dealing with is a result of a concussion, something I knew absolutely nothing about. And for those of you who may not know what a concussion actually is, it is a brain injury caused by a blow to the head or as a result of violent shaking of the body and head. Um, so basically your brain is being shifted around very quickly, bouncing back and forth and disrupting its normal functions, causing all the mental, physical, and neurological issues. And they say the more concussions you have, the longer it takes your brain to heal each time. Also, studies have shown that women are more likely to have post-concussion syndrome, and it is more prevalent in those who have a history of chronic headaches and or migraines. And in my case, I can check all those boxes. And this for me is probably about my third or fourth concussion, um, but none of the others required or were anything like this. They didn't require any medical attention. Um, so anyway, like I mentioned earlier, I am in month number three of recovery. And although at times I think I'm feeling better, the symptoms are still there, unfortunately. And it's a tough thing to deal with because it's like no two days are the same. It's like you can feel like crap one day and then feel better the next and then feel like crap again. You know, it's a very unpredictable disorder and there's really nothing that can be done. Um, and that is a terrible feeling. It messes with your mind in a very different way. Um, you try to be hopeful and stay positive, but it's hard when you have no timeline of, you know, when things are going to get better, when it's going to be over. And it's a very unsettling feeling when you feel good for a certain period of time and then you start to slip backwards and you start feeling all those old feelings again. So it feels like, um, you know, there's really progress doesn't really mean anything. Um, so it's definitely hard. Um, you know, your mind and your brain are sort of at this constant battle with each other, um, especially when like, you know, the depression starts to kick in. It's really hard to stay um, positive, but you try and, you know, people always say like, just get rest or take it easy and just don't think about it. But it's really hard not to think about it when all you have is time to think and your brain isn't functioning the way that it used to. And your brain only wants to like focus on the thing that's wrong with it. You know what I mean? So it's like impossible. I can't just put a bandaid on it and like forget it's there. So it's definitely exhausting. And especially if you already suffer from anxiety and depression or other mental health issues, this just makes things 10 times worse. So anyway, I hope I was able to give you all a little insight into like what it's like dealing with a brain injury and mental health issues simultaneously. 
Um, and if you have or, or still are suffering with the concussion or post-concussion, just know I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. It's definitely not easy if you know someone who's struggling and, you know, just try to have a little compassion, a little understanding and a little bit of empathy. Um, just know that they're trying to be as normal as they possibly can. Uh, but it is not always easy. Um, I did eventually end up going back to therapy and asking for help. I started taking meds to help with the, uh, you know, my sleeping and sort of get the anxiety and depression and the headaches under control which all seem to be helping make this all a little bit more manageable. Um, but if you're suffering, don't be afraid to get help. If you need additional support, try therapy. Um, it's okay to need and to get help. It really is. Uh, even the toughest people who can endure some pretty challenging situations need help from time to time. So just keep your head up. Try to stay positive. I know it's easier said than done, but there is hope, and it will get better eventually anyway. So. Don't give up. Anyway, that's all I have for this episode. I could probably go on and on. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram at meeting underscore mental underscore health. So until we meet again, thank you and have a great day.